You're listening to Fab Wives Unfiltered, a Fab Wives podcast hosted by Lady E, where we discuss the real and raw facts of the Fab Wife life. Because it's not all glitz and glam, but we make it look fabulous. Hey, Fab Wives, I'm so glad to be here for another episode. Whoop, whoop, how y'all doing today? Hey. Hey, Lady E. Hey, 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 it's Lady E. And to the right of me, I have Miss Tish. How are you doing, Lady? Hey, y'all, I'm great, Lady E. How are you doing, girl? You know, <laughs> the the rag, the life of a wife. <laughs> <laughs> be fabulous. Be fabulous. <laughs> In front of me, I have Mr. Lauren. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. All right. And I have a special guest to the left of me, Miss Brandy. How Hello. are you? Hello, welcome, welcome. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hello. Okay, so my name is Brandy Byers, and I am a licensed realtor broker in North Carolina. I am a fab wife and mother of two. Um, So I help individuals buy and sell real estate here in Charlotte. Awesome. Excellent. So happy to be here with you, ladies. Thank you for being here. We are so happy for you to be here, and that is what brings us to our main topic making your dream home a reality the couples edition with brandy so we have some (laughs) questions for you miss brandy ask away so my first question is what advice would you give a married couple who is considering starting their journey towards purchasing a home okay so well the first advice that i would give you guys is to sit down with a realtor myself (laughs) i'm always happy to take on new clients and have a home buyer's consultation And what the consultation is going to do, I'm going to sit down with you and we're going to go over the entire process from start to finish. And the main reason why you want to start there is because I want to make sure that everybody's on the same page and everybody is mentally prepared uh, for this journey and you know what it all entails. And that way I can answer any questions that you both have and get it all out in the open before we even start. So yeah. I think that's most important. I don't even take clients out without doing that first. So that's the first step. Okay. okay so cool. for all you uh, fab wives, fab husbands out there that are, you know, wanting to take that first step, consultation first. Look, communication first. Communication is key. And it's free. It doesn't cost you anything to sit down and discuss what you want to do. Um, it is, like you said, communication is free. Let's get everything out in the open and uh, let's see where everybody's head is at. Absolutely. If somebody is not if somebody's not ready to necessarily purchase a home or they don't know if they are even eligible, can they still come and have a consultation? Absolutely. Like I said, that's the first step. If you're even thinking about it, because this is something that's like a marathon, not a sprint. Right. Okay. So it doesn't matter if you want about six months from now. Some people think, oh, I'll just wait six months. No, let's talk about it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There could be some things that you might need to save for. There might be some credit things that need to come up. Right. So we want to have a consultation before we do anything else. And I can help guide you and direct you along the way. Um, Cause there are other people involved besides your realtor, you know? Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the first step is like, let's just sit down and talk about it. And it's free and I'll take you out to coffee and, <laughs> you know, so. yeah. Starbucks on deck. <laughs> right. So, you know, for those people who already have a home, you know, how can a couple prepare themselves to become a real estate investor? Oh, that is a good question because I have a lot of people um, that are interested in that, especially because we're in Charlotte and we are growing so much here. Yes. And, you know, I'm a hometown girl, so I am from yeah. Charlotte. So I'm oh, wow. here. And the, the best what? investment. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Queen, Queen City native. Okay. Queen City native. How many people you meet from Charlotte? Really? <laughs> you want to so, um, one and two. <laughs> 
So Charlotte is really growing. So this is one of the best places to make an investment and buy real estate. Mm -hmm. And real estate is just one of the best investments that anybody can make because anyone can do it. I don't want you to be afraid and think, I don't know if I can do it. Let's sit down and talk about it. Um, But the advice that I would give you is first decide, like, what do you want to do? Are you looking for income or are you trying to flip, you know, make a quick profit? Mm -hmm. Um, Income property is mean that we're just going to buy it and we're just going to hold it that we can just make a a monthly profit. We're going to rent it out. Um, The advice that I would give, first of all, is that you plan. Because it's it, it's something that you're gonna have to put money into first. Yeah. Um. It is, and the second thing that I would say is, don't look at it like you would your own home. This is not a house you're gonna be living in. So okay. don't go in here. I don't like this room. Right. I don't like like stop it. You're not. This is not what it's for. It's right. not for you to come in here and <laughs> sit down. This is just for you strictly to make income off of. Okay. And in Charlotte, there are 50 people moving here a day. Literally, y'all. Yeah. All these people have to have somewhere to live. Yeah, so somebody's going to buy your house. Somebody, wow. Somebody's going to rent your house. Yeah. Not everyone can afford to buy right away. Right. And some people don't know the area, and they don't want to buy right away. Right. That's true. Um, and with this yeah. area booming like it is, um, you want to invest in property. That's something that you can hold on to. That's the one thing that they are not making any more of is land. Yeah. Okay, And who knows with uh, gentrification, what that area would look like 10 years from now, five years from now. Okay, so we are all about building a legacy for our children, having something um, we as black people need to think more about that, having something that we can leave behind for our kids besides debt. Okay, so I encourage everyone to buy income property. That is one of my goals. Uh, I try to teach other people about it and make it one of your goals. Um, So. The, hmm. the second thing that I said is just don't look at it like you would purchasing your own home. You know, do what you can. If it's a small little two bedroom house, okay. you know, no matter where it is, um, that's going to make you some money. OK. And it, it might make you only one hundred dollars a month, you know. Right. But that's some money. And later on, who knows, you could sell it for more and build equity. So um, just change your mindset. That's advice. So, Mindset would you suggest that um, when a person is getting ready to buy their first investment property, would you suggest that they uh, do like a single family dwelling first or like a condo, considering how much? I'll it, just it, I suggest that you do what you can afford. Okay. Okay. It, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, people are going to want it because people need somewhere to live. Okay. So, I suggest you do what you can afford if you don't have renters in there. Mm-hmm. OK, but I also want you to think about, um, you know, it, a place where people gonna rent out anything. You might not do it, but they will. That's what I said. Change your mindset. OK, yeah. but yeah. just think about what you can afford. Um, you, you're thinking about also when a place needs repairs. Um, yeah. Are you going to be able to put money into it beforehand? Um, so any property um, as far as an investment property is good. Okay. I wouldn't say duplex home. It's just what you can afford and what, what your goals are. What do you think about having a management company managing your property versus you managing it yourself? That all depends on the individual. Okay. You know yourself. For me, myself, I have two kids. My son is leaving basketball, going to baseball at this time. My daughter has speech therapy. It is nothing I want to take on right now. Yeah. It would not be good for my household. Okay. So you just have to budget that in. And if you know it's not one of the things that you can do, if you're not a stay-at-home mom or you have too many things on your plate, 
what do we always say? Time is the one thing that you can never get back. Right. Or not. Okay. Right. So true. the things that you can't do, you hire somebody else to do. Yeah. And those those people who manage investment properties, um, that's what they do for a living. They know better than you. Yes. They're gonna come in there. They're gonna make sure that they're checking on the property when something needs to be taken care of in the middle of the night. Right, right, the tenants right. call them. They're the ones that have to deal with that, and not you. Right. So you know yourself. Be smart about it. Don't try to hang on to every little penny, you know, mm-hmm. because you you have to uh, still make time for your husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That the is the truth. Yeah. yeah. The truth. Man. So what if, okay, going back to couples who do not currently own a home. Okay. You are, say some. there's a couple that's trying to take advantage of having that dual income, but one of them has poor credit. Mm. What is your advice or your um, approach or direction for for that situation get it together <laughs> oh no well i mean <laughs> but, i mean i'm sure this happens don't be popping oh, bottles when your fight goes in the five you know all what? i'm saying you know what no, you can does. love your boo in the five <laughs> you, can, you can because first of all when people people i think a lot of people are afraid to sit down with me because they might have credit issues yeah, yeah. but I believe that at some point in our lives, we've all had credit issues, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, people go through things. I Definitely. meet people, and they were like, at this point, you know, my mom was sick. I was taking care of my mom. Mm-hmm. We were helping out over here, you know. Or so just things being happen. irresponsible. Like, I mean, just happens. life. Yeah. yeah. Life, life. Being irresponsible. I'm not paying it. Decisions. I'm not paying it. Yeah. <laughs> I want this. <laughs> That's true. And, and we're all at different points in life. That's we the point are. I'm making. You're so the first right. thing is, don't be embarrassed about it. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's sit down it. and let's figure out how we can correct this. Yes. Now, some people, they tell me that they have credit issues, and then I send them to my mortgage lender. I'm like, oh, you got approved. Like, you yeah. don't have to have perfect credit. That's the first thing. That's okay? good to know. So, That's so let's see where you are yeah. first. So the first step I like to do is I connect you with a mortgage specialist, and the first thing they'll do is they're going to pull your credit, and they know whether or not you can get approved, pre-approved yet. And they're going to look at it, and they're going to say, well, this is why you are not pre-approved. Because some things are in your credit, and we talked about this in, I had a seminar, some things in your credit don't even matter anymore. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at it, they might matter to you. They don't matter to a mortgage lender, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I send you to them first, Definitely. because they're going to tell you what it is, mm-hmm. all right? So then we can at least say, they might say, come back in six months when you handle this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So then you can talk to a credit specialist, and they can help you clear up some of those things. Or some of those things you can make a plan to pay off. Yeah. Uh, now, the other route that we can go is both individuals do not have to be on the loan. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So you can purchase a home just off of one income. Now, you might say you might not be able to purchase the amount of home that you want without dual income, but there's other ways around that. How about you save that money? Mm-hmm. Okay? And yeah. you could save a good chunk of amount of money in six months by stop shopping, stop eating out, right, right, right. you know, by setting some goals together. So yeah. we can sit down and we can come up with a plan for that. So you can either put just one individual on the loan or you can save the amount of and you can save the amount of money um, to put down so that you can purchase the home that you want. So there are different strategies that we can come up with together. So. Yeah. That's good. And don't think just because the other person's not on loan, they don't have interest in the home. In North Carolina, it doesn't matter. You can't sell that home without the spouse. And they can be on Regardless. the And they can always be on the deed. Yeah. They can always sell, mm-hmm. sign off on the deed. Yeah. They can always sign off on the deed. So, And I think you can even, uh, maybe you can explain this to us, but can't you still use that, their money? Like you could, you could tell the lender that you have this amount of income coming into your home, even though it's not yours, if 
only one of you was going to be signing the loan? You can do that. Yeah, you can do that. There are ways to do that. Um, um, that And like I said, that is something more better discussed with the mortgage lender. Yeah. Because on my end, I'm not even going to see your credit score. Sure. I'm not going to see your social security number. You don't have to worry about that. That is between you and the, your banker, you know. Yeah. So you can come up with ways to do that. I've had it before where a client signed, hey, income is child support. You know, like okay. I'm, this is income coming to my house. So it's ways to prove, show that income as well. Yeah. So is there, um, so I think I've talked to couples and they wouldn't even necessarily even go and view a house because in their mind, as soon as I go in and step foot to even view this house, like I got to sign something like it's going to cost me. I think a lot of people are always fearful that if they sit down with the broker or they uh, sit down with, you know, get their credit pulled or uh, get some feedback from a mortgage lender that they're automatically committed or there's going to be a hit on their credit. So can you speak a little bit to that as to what are people really, what is free for people? Let me, let me ask that. (laughs) What is free free for them? What won't cost them to find out? All right. So first off, working with me, um, if as you know, if if I, you're signed with me, I'm your realtor and you are a buyer, you do not pay your realtor. Right. Okay? Okay. The sellers pay both realtors. So you don't even have to worry about that. My services are free. I will drive you around. Um, <laughs> I will show you property. But before I drive you around and show you property, you need to be pre-approved. Okay. Okay. That right. makes sense. Okay. Let me let me yeah. tell you why. Okay. I don't want you looking at homes that yeah. you can't even afford. Right. right. Okay. That's just a waste of time. Let's and see. W- yeah. Let's yeah. see what you can afford. Okay. And then we'll look at homes in that price range. Um, now, when you do get your credit pulled, um, yeah, there is are some like minor hits, but you know that goes away shortly. That's not a big thing. You don't want to continually have your credit pulled, right? But sitting out with a mortgage lender, it doesn't cost you anything. They're free to give you some advice okay. and see if you're approved and tell you about the programs. Um, that's just a service and it's education, and the, just like the buyer's consultation that I have with you is just education and it's free. Okay. That's okay. Good to know. It's free planning. So y'all hear that out there? Yeah, because I feel like that oh, could yeah. be a little intimidating so, to people. That's exactly why I do the buyer's consultation because people are very intimidated and they're like, I don't know, I don't know. But in that consultation, we're gonna go over from start to finish, so you know everything, any questions that you have, anything that might come up, what happens in the process, um, down payment. Uh, we're gonna strategize, and I'm gonna tell you all that information up front before we even go look. Also, would you advise? Said, yes, I want to buy a home, but don't know where to start. So, Brandy, can you just repeat that they should just start with you? Okay. Where do so they the, start? Is the so question. So, where are you going to start if you want to buy a home? Reach out to me, honey, um, <laughs> and we'll sit down and we'll have a buyer's consultation, no obligation, free, and we will just talk about the process from start to finish, and I will let you know how it starts. Okay. So, let's do that first. So, Brandy. What would you say are some of the key differences and considerations when buying a home alone versus as a couple? Okay, so this is this is actually a great question. Um, it's just like in life when you're single, um, the only person that matters is you. You know, only thing that matters is your wants and needs. You don't have to put anyone else's opinion into consideration. So the first thing that you have to put, you know, out there is compromise. Okay, so the first thing we do is we'll sit down and we'll talk about needs versus wants. Mm -hmm, Okay, so together, you know, when you're married, you're you're one. Your needs should be pretty much almost the same, you know, Um, and we always want to put our needs above our wants because you might say to yourself, I would like a little space for myself, you know, in the home. You know, those are, you know, wants. Now, we can create that, you know, but 
you know, how many kids do you have? You know, do you need to be close to your job? Like, you don't want your husband having to drive an, an hour to work, an hour right. back, and coming back stressed, you know. So you want to look at what your needs are, both of your needs, not just your own. And then we look at what I want, so we try to cover some of those things. But, I mean, the key thing is compromise. When you're single, you don't have to compromise. We mm-hmm. all know in marriage right. we have to compromise. Yeah, yeah. and that's – I think it's important – to even before coming to you have those have that conversation about some of the things that they like the right. non-negotiables of what they're looking for absolutely absolutely okay well so what else do you want to share with us what are any last key um just information or okay what do you real estate sh- minute yeah real all estate, right exactly <laughs> well, well i mean i know we're all over the place and we're not just in charlotte but Specifically for Charlotte in this area, it is just truly just growing and blossoming. And with anything, more people are moving here. Like I said, um, about 50 people a day are moving mm-hmm. to this area. So we all know the difference you know, between supply and demand. So the d- demand for homes here has increased. And over time, that's just going to become more and more. So if you wait you know, to buy a home, then you know, prices could increase. Yep. Interest rates could increase. We don't know what's going on. You know, you follow the news and what's going on with Trump, you know. So you pretty much want to be mindful of that. You don't want to just say, I don't know, I never, you know, find out if you can do it. You know, don't be intimidated. Let's let's see where you are. And if you can do it, do it. It's an investment um, and you can build equity in a home. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention is what I like to call is a house versus a home. When we're viewing homes um, with my clients, you know, they step in and, oh, this doesn't feel like me, you know. And it's like, well, this is not your home, <laughs> you know. Right, right. You, you, I've done that none before. of your furniture I'm is in here. <laughs> um, you have to paint, you know, if you paint this room to check your favorite color, then now it feels like you, right. you know. You have to be able to uh, visualize it. Yeah. There are just things that you have to do to make it your home, to make it you, to make it um, represent your family, you know. Yeah. So really and, not being focused on like the superficial and the cosmetic like yeah, small absolutely. things I think there are big you know sh- if they're like structural things like you know you want an open kitchen and there's a big wall that right. might not be and, something you want to those occur, are the things those are things yeah. you can't change but when you're coming in you're like oh, the cabinets are too light totally. I'm like have or you ever like, heard that you can stain the right. cabinets <laughs> like you and your husband can do that together you know I was yeah. a freak about bathrooms and uh-huh. the, the, the tub the tile and the, and, right yeah. or like the shower and my husband will be like we can replace that you, you know? absolutely so I would, can I would rule out a house because the, the shower and that dirty. that one that one minor thing <laughs> that when you can go to Lowe's or Home Goods and you can put in at the most beautiful claw tub you right, want, you know right. that that's those things are cosmetic, and you have to keep in mind what I said earlier. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Right. So once you get in the home, you can say, for Christmas we're going to do this kitchen this way, and that is our you know that's our winter project. Our spring project is going to be to plant some flowers in the yeah. yard and change the landscaping yeah. a little. You know now this is something you own versus renting Mm -hmm. and you can put some time into it you can put your little personal touches on it you know to make it you this part is for your husband and that's something you can guys can be very proud of and things like that make it like happy to come home you know when it's your house you're like oh me and my husband we'll feel like going out we can just stay home in here we love our little couch in our living room we snuggle up and watch don't be house poor don't be house poor absolutely (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you ladies so much thank you thank you Okay, so a quick marriage minute. And okay. I'm just going to recap some of the things that we talked about today. So first, don't be intimidated. We all have our own individual stories. And you won't know where you are in terms of what 
your money and in terms of your credit until you sit down and have a conversation with Miss Brandy. Absolutely. So you can contact Brandy and she can um, help you figure out where you are and she will connect you with a lender who you guys can then either A, move forward or come up with a plan for how you are going to tackle this um, later down the line. Um, and if you are looking to um, become an investor, it's also very important that you sit down and talk to a realtor, talk to Ms. Brandy, because she can guide you through that process as well. <laughs> Don't be intimidated. Ask those questions because you'll never you'll never know how to move forward unless you, you never get your know. questions answered. Okay. So Brandy, how can we contact you? How can we find you, follow you, tweet okay. you? Well, um, first of all, I'm, I'm open to any form of communication, even if you just want to chat. Um, so my telephone number is 704-659-5358. Thank you for that. And I do have an Instagram, and it is selling underscore the QC. So please selling find me on QC. In- How Instagram. Nice. That's cute. That's catchy. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely thank love you. it. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you, Brandy. For giving thank us you, your Brandy. Thank, thank you, ladies, Brandy. for having me. Yes. So next, we're going to go into our Ask Fab Wives. Ms. Tish, please let us know about this letter that was submitted. Okay. So here's the topic. My husband and I are not on the same page when it comes to finances. For example, his plan for the kids' college expenses are parent loans. While I believe we should save aggressively for our children's future. How do I get him to overcome this YOLO attitude and focus on creating a real plan for the future? Hmm. Okay, so here's what I say. Uh, as we've said in this segment and previous segments before, the first thing is really communication. Uh, sometimes uh, we've had this kind of conversation before where, you know, you have one partner who just really likes to spend, 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 and, you know, uh, might take the Christian route, you know, God will provide, God will make a way. But at the same time, they're spending, you know, hundreds of dollars coins. a day right. on ASOS and, you oh. know, at the mall or whatever. And you're still, you know, you're the spouse that's trying to really save money. So I, I really feel like, you know, you have to stand firm that, you know what, or come to a balance, you know. Um, so what you might consider conservative, he might um, consider, you know, like he's spending regularly. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the first, the initial conversation to have is what is our balance? What is our budget? You know, if you want to have a, a shopping budget of, you know, 10% every month of you all's, you know, income. Okay, then that's what it is. But if he's having a 50% <laughs> budget of shopping and doing whatever, well, that's probably not going to be in the best interest of the family if you're trying to save money. Mm-hmm. So I would first say establish what it is you all want to spend and get to a number that you're both comfortable with. Um, what do you all want to spend in, you know, what do you have to spend in necessities, in bills? Uh, what do you have to spend in uh, luxury things, vacations, uh, clothing, food? Really put those numbers down. And if he's much more on the, um, you know, more the 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 spendthrift end of that uh, spectrum, and you're much more on the conservative, really start to talk together and figure out what what is the balance? What is something you all can both live with and still achieve financial goals? Uh, one thing my husband and I did for New Year's Eve was very non-traditional. We literally stayed in at home, and at midnight, we drank some coffee, 
and we did our financial plan for 2018, what our vacations were going to look like, what we wanted to save, what we wanted to accomplish for that year. And that was the best way. We didn't spend it popping bottles. We didn't spend it, you know, in a club. That was how we really wanted to spend, you know, our going into our 2018. So I, I definitely feel like, you know, there is some YOLO aspects that you can have in your relationship, in your marriage um, that still has a balance of achieving those financial goals of setting, you know, a future for your children and setting a financial future, you know, or retirement for yourselves. But a lot of that really just starts with that initial conversation. There is balance um, in the discussion, but the goal is to have the discussion yeah. um, and really find that comfort level for both of you. Um, I know, uh, you know, some husband and wives where the husband was super, super duper conservative with money and, she felt and the wife felt like she had no freedoms like all they did was work come home eat go to sleep repeat there was no you know luxuries of vacations or for trips or things like that that she really found comfort in comfort in and that kind of took a toll you know after a while is you know Definitely. is this all i'm here for is yeah. to, to work and and, and and die and save you know okay. saving is great but there is a balance between um, you can't take it with you. Right. Tomorrow's not <laughs> promised. You, 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 there is a balance between tomorrow's not promised and still saving for the future. Right. Um, and for a lot of couples, that's really hard to strike that balance. But once you really start discussing what's important to you, I guarantee that you'll find it. So that is my advice. That's Love awesome. Great too. advice. <laughs> All right. Again, thank you so much, Brandy, for being here. Yeah, this thank was you. Thank you. Really, really, seriously, thank you. And yes, ladies, we'll see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Fab Wives Unfiltered Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star rating. To learn a little more about Fab Wives, Visit FabWives.com and join our community of Fab Wives committed to love and marriage. While you're there, check out our 2018 official membership program created for the wife who is intentional about living her best Fab Wife life and seeing her marriage prosper in 2018 and beyond. And until next time, be fabulous!